Are you ready? Yo. It's time, time to separate the man from the boys. boys. Get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective. You're listening to another edition of the Ginger's Perspective. We're talking MotoGP and what a weekend it was at Silverstone. Maverick Vinales, his maiden victory, the first for Suzuki in the Premier Class since Christopher Meerlin in 2007. But more importantly, from a South African point of view, Brad Binder has one hand on the title. Joining me, as always, Rob Portman from Ride Fast magazine. Rob Brad Binder was outstanding, although he did have quite a bit of help from his teammate, Bo Ben Schneider. Yeah, another epic battle. And, um, you know, I had to to Brad Binder for keeping his nerves because I lost mine on about lap five. So to keep his nerves dropped back, I mean, he was down in six or seventh at one stage and to fight back, it was incredible. And the, the guy once again showed that he is championship winning material, that he is one of, one of the best riders in the world and uh, that he needs to be taken seriously. And yeah, flying the flag after us. Navarro, again, bad luck for Navarro. He just can't catch a break. But, uh, you know, that helps Brad. And one step closer to that, that championship title now with a 86-point lead, you know, with six races left, he's got pretty much a three-race cushion. So uh, just another victory. And I think uh, we could be seeing uh, another South African world champion. No, it'll be thoroughly deserved. Absolutely outstanding. We can't wait to see him in Moto2 next season. Now, in terms of the big boys, if I can put it that way, Maverick Vinales was outstanding, and he capitalized after that red flag and just dominated from the restart all the way to the finish, and a thoroughly deserved uh, victory for him. He was always in contention from the first three practice. They, uh, the Suzuki looked really good. Suzuki always worked well in those you know, lower conditions. When, when, when the track conditions and the air temperature is hot, the Suzuki does seem to struggle. But it was almost perfect conditions at Silverstone. It played into the hands of the Suzuki team. And that's off to Suzuki. You know, it's the second year back in MotoGP, and they've, they've come on leaps and bounds. And to challenge the might of Ducati, Honda, and Yamaha, and go out there and, and win the way they did. I mean, Vignales just absolutely creamed them all. He made them all look like, you know, amateurs. And he got to the front. You know, didn't lead from the start. Had to make a couple of passes and that uh, that alone was really impressive to get past the likes of Rossi, Crutchlow and of course Marquez and once he got to the front you wouldn't think he was a 21 year old rider at the front I mean he rode so mature rode the perfect race and extended his lead felt comfortable on the bike and picked up an amazing win and it uh, looks like uh, there's another alien amongst us because Villanueva on the Yamaha next year has got to be a big contender for the title now it will be so exciting to see. I just loved the hashtag they were using afterwards, uh, Top Gun Mav. It was superb to see. And, and like you say, a mature ride from a 21-year-old who looked in absolute control. And it's going to be exciting. I saw Rossi just have a word with him. And I know the commentators mentioned it that, hey, hopefully you're not going to win too many with me in your team next year. But I think you're spot on, man. I think he's the guy to watch. I mean, you agree that he's the hottest property in, in MotoGP right now?
a teammate like Rossi, I think you know Rossi maybe will stop helping him if uh, if he does beat him in the first couple of races. But uh, all signs point to that Vinales is going to be the man to beat next year. Um, you know, the, with the uncertainty of Lorenzo Ducati, you know Rossi's age has to come in as, as a factor. Um, Marquez and Mahonda still maybe two question marks there. You know, Vinales on a competitive, a really competitive bike. I mean, it's it's, it's there for the taking. It's very exciting for the sport. I mean, the battle between Rossi and Marquez was also unbelievable. Even Cal Crutchlow. Crutchlow has been on fire. He's been had an incredible couple of weeks. But that battle between Rossi and Marquez, you can't beat this sport at the moment. The two of them jostling for position and then eventually Marquez making an error and that cost him at the end a podium place. Is, I've said it before. This has got to be one of the most exciting MotoGP seasons ever. We had seven different winners this year. Suzuki picking up their first one. Crutchlow winning. Uh, like you said, another great ride from Crutchlow. You know, when it was dry, you kind of always thought, okay, well, he doesn't really have a chance at the podium because, you know, the weather's dry and that. But he, he stuck his neck out. And when Rossi or Marquez got past him, you know, he fought straight back. And that's the Crutchlow, Crutchlow that we know and we love. You know, that's the Crutchlow that deserves that, that Repsol Honda seat, maybe, instead of Danny Pedrosa. Um that Marquez Rossi battle. What can you say? You know, it was it was hard but fair racing. It was good to see that none of them like kind of got uh, their noses stuck up or anything. No hands were flown. You know, no no feet were were kicked off the pegs or anything. It was just good, clean, hard racing. And uh, you know, Marquez looked like a man on the mission. It didn't look like a man that was trying to just pick up points for the championship. And you know, I, you have to respect the man for that because uh, with the championship in mind, he could have easily just backed off, sat behind Rossi picked up a couple of points but he went for it and that's that's the Marquez style and long may the Marquez Rossi battle continue of course it's not going to be going on for that many more years with with Rossi's age but I mean that, this has got to be one of the most incredible MotoGP races I was I was nearly in tears half the time with some of those moves that, that Marquez was pulling but great to see that Rossi and that is why he's the greatest of all time you know he didn't he didn't let the youngsters bully him he fought straight back and gave as good as he as, as good as he got and just so incredible. I mean, MotoGP, this is the greatest sport on the planet at the moment. There's no doubt about it. Um, Andre Anoni was absolutely flying. Another guy who, uh, I mean, we all know he's the maniac, so he has no fear. But, I mean, he messed up. He could well have been on the podium had he not crashed out. He could have. And he, since he picked up that win in Austria, he and the Ducati have looked a lot better and a lot more competitive. Um, he went out on the soft front tyre, which same choice as Marquez did and I think he uh, maybe just got a little bit too comfortable Ducati has suffered a lot with, with the front end especially in those those fast entry turns so uh, yeah you're only going to the Suzuki next year and he would have looked at that, that victory from Vinales and thought well I'm climbing onto a race winning package and uh, you're only another a top top bet for, for next year's title so I mean next year it's, it's between anyone we've got the likes of Vinales that could win the title you can never count out Rossi yeah, and only on the Suzuki. If Lorenzo gets to ride on the Ducati, Marquez you can never count out. And Carl Crutcher is throwing his name in the mix now as well. You know, you think the like, you'd hope the likes of Danny Pedrosa could come good, but I, I can't see it happening unless they do something with the Honda. But it's just absolutely incredible MotoGP at the moment. It really is. It's, it's got everything. It's got everything that any sports fan, whether you don't like motorsport or not, any sports fan could switch the TV on and watch MotoGP and just, and just absolutely love it. 
I have to agree with you there, man. It's, it has got everything. And I mean, the following is just getting bigger and bigger all the time. Let's quickly touch on that crash uh, in, on lap one. Loris Baz, Paul Espargaro, I believe they're all right from what we've been reading. Uh, Baz saying that he basically woke up as, as he was being taken into the ambulance, but no fractures. Uh, it's, it's always horrible to see crashes like that, and that the, especially when the riders are down and there's a red flag. But it's probably the biggest one we've seen so far this season, isn't it? Yeah, it was a massive crash uh, at one of the fastest points in the circuit. Uh, from the replay, it just looked like, you know, Baz and Paul Espargaro were fighting for the same piece of tarmac, but Baz went on the inside, and I think it was Daniel Petrucci or one of the riders there, and he had nowhere else to go. So, you know, him and Paul Espargaro ended up going down, and it, it looked so nasty. I mean, both bikes completely written off, and uh, great to see that both riders weren't injured because it really did look like uh, there were definitely going to be injuries because both riders took a huge tumble, especially Loris Baz such a tall rider so those legs and arms just get flung around everywhere but uh, just shows you how incredibly tough and, and fit these guys are to come to walk away with that with just some bumps and bruises these guys really are gladiators uh, and uh, just good to see that no one got hurt but um, I don't think well, I don't know we'll see if Baz and Espargaro will make it next time out at Mazzano I hope so because Baz was looking good on the weekend Espargaro as well but uh, just shows you get a bad start and you caught up you know, a bit further down the field, anything can happen. Without a doubt. Uh, let's wrap up quickly. What are we expecting at Mizano? I'm, I'm so glad that it's only a week away. It's only a couple of days away. It's not like a two-week break. We've got MotoGP again this Sunday. Can't wait for it. What what can we expect, Rob? Well, in the MotoGP class, it's Rossi's home track. So Rossi always goes all out at Mizano. Lorenzo always shows good pace there. He, if there's one track Lorenzo always wants to win at, it's at Mizano just to get one over Rossi. And the same for Marquez. You know, he can really get it uh, to Rossi and Rossi's fans by winning at Mazzano. But again, I think it's going to be an incredible battle. Last year, there were some big surprises at Mazzano when the, when, the, when the rain came down and the guys had to change bikes and Lorenzo went out on the first lap and crashed and Marquez timed his uh, bike change to perfection where Rossi kind of made a, you know, came in two or three laps too late. So uh, Mazzano always throws up some good racing. Um, and in the Moto3, Brad's got incredible pace around Mazzano, but he's got some very fast Italian riders that want to impress at their home round as well. But uh, yeah, if, if Brad can have another Silverstone weekend, uh, we could be seeing him wrap up the title if Navarro doesn't finish. I don't think so. I think Navarro will be competitive there, but uh, yeah, we're not too far away now from that Brad and uh, Moto3 world champion status. Absolutely fantastic. Rob Portman, editor of Right Fast magazine. Thank you very much for your time. Get your copy now. It's available countrywide.